What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. And guys, on today's podcast, we're going to be talking to our clients. So Podchats is a coaching call that Cole and I co-host together, where we literally get all of our clients on a coaching call and we get them to ask us questions. I'm super excited. Honestly, this is one of my favorite calls. And the reason why is because not only do we go over business advice here, but a lot of it is mindset. We dissect a lot that people wouldn't expect. So buckle in and listen the fuck up. Guys, first up, Nathan, what's good, bro? I'm Brian Duggan. I'm doing fucking great, brother. How can we serve you today? Doing good. So uh, I recall Cole saying on the last call that if you have a, a natural stutter, that is a superpower. So I actually have a natural stutter. So I'm wondering how I can leverage that my content. Okay, Cole, you want to take this? Yeah, 100%. So I saw that you actually put your hand up on the last call. So I'm glad that you did bring it here, Nathan. The reason why I said if you have a natural stutter, it's a superpower on social media is because people like connecting with real shit. And every individual that I've ever seen on social media that actually has a stutter and embraces it, a lot of people embrace them with open arms due to the fact that you're just being vulnerable. You're like, listen, I'm not trying to hide. This is me. This is me trying to provide value and just like show who I am to the world. So people embrace it in a very big way. Now for context, for everybody else, the reason why I said this is because if you don't have a natural stutter, but you're consistently utilizing filler words and you are stuttering, it looks like you are unconfident in your message. But if you have a natural stutter, which Nathan, me and you talked about already, like embrace that shit, talk about it sometimes, do videos on it, break down what happened, or if you've had it your entire life. There's a comedian that actually has a natural stutter. I don't know if you've ever watched any of his content. He's fucking hilarious. And like sometimes, dude, I'm not going to lie. It takes him like five <laughs> minutes to get one fucking joke out. And it, it makes it even more funny because <laughs> he's funny. like, and he'll just go and he's like, fuck you guys with my stutter. Fuck you. Don't laugh at me. And then he goes, but it makes it more funny because it's just authentic. Yep. That's the thing. People like real shit. That's why when I say that it's a superpower, show it. Be real. Yeah. Do you know who uh, Chris Bumstead is? I do. Fucking Favage Protein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has a list. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, he has a oh, list. Shoot. And he literally, his entire brand is Favage. Because it's like Savage, but it's Savage. So his protein and his fucking pre-workout is Savage. Yeah. Is it, uh, is it, sorry, it was an S or is it like, is it? No, it's T-H, like Savage. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, fucking, we look up to somebody like Chris Bumstead, being like, he has a list, but he just fucking embraces it. So, I think that yeah. just embracing it and fucking, and like, just like, just laugh about it sometimes. Like, don't be ashamed of it. Just fucking come up with it. Like, if you stutter, like in your client check ins, you'd be like, you should see my client check ins. They're fucking hilarious. Like, sometimes when I'm yeah, yelling yeah. at my clients, it's, it comes across funny. So, just like, Dude. just embrace it, bro. If you had a talking and, video and you were trying to get a point across and then you were like, you fucking, hey, and then you delivered the point like that would hit people like that, people are yeah. going to laugh at it and they're going to get value and it's going to connect really well. Yeah, Cole, I'll be honest, dude. The reason why I cut a lot in my videos yeah, because I remember yesterday in the audit, you were saying you're saying do all one take. The reason why I cut so much is because like I stutter. I'm like, oh, I know shoot, that's I why I told that. you to start doing shit in one take, because even if it yeah. takes a little bit longer, it'll seem like more you. Yeah. So from now on, I'm going to do. Only one take, and if I stutter, I'm just gonna be like, "Yo, don't I'm just gonna do it." <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. Let's do it. Fuck yes. Awesome. Fuck yes. Let's do bro. it, Brian. Awesome, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Fuck Thank yeah, you. bro. I can't, I can't wait to see that shit. Send me the content on Instagram. Yeah, I want and call. I want you to hit me with with, with the follow back. I can't. Hear, oh, with he the said he wants back, you to follow bro. him yeah. back. Listen, <laughs> listen, guys, you gotta earn that shit for me, dog. You gotta fair, earn that fair. shit. You gotta you, you put out shit that makes your boy laugh or feel good, then you get the follow. If you don't, then 
I don't know what to tell you, man. I fucking. I, I, I start when you start being you on social media and you show me the stutter, I'll fucking follow you back. All right, pull up. Let's go. Do it, Brian. Thank <laughs> you. Brian, they go, uh, they go for you too, bro. <laughs> I'm cleaning. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm literally, I'm more gen. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I follow you. I feel bad if I'm not following you guys. I'm you cleaning my following list the fuck out too. So you guys better <laughs> buckle up. You ain't got good content. You're probably going to get fucking unfollowed. I still love yeah, you, but like, step it up. I love you, bro. This fucking guy, dude. All right. Thanks, Nathan. This fucking guy. That's what happens when you're 5'1", all right? You don't fall fucking nobody, all right? Nah, bro. <laughs> you don't right. fall fucking nobody. You fucking That's you it, be very dude. particular. Right? <laughs> yeah, you got to be very particular. Hello, dude. All right, let's That's pull it. fucking uh, Dominican Choppy up. And hey, choppy boy. Up you hot spot Choppy! <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know how it is down here, bro. Dude, no, wait, before, I said before, yo, and then it just cut out. I was like, before Taj goes, did anybody watch the Brian and Taj YouTube? Did anybody watch it? Raise your fucking hand if you did. Yeah, I love it. So some of you guys know the Brian and Taj. What's up, Kim? How you doing? What up, bro? Dude, I'm doing good. So I wanted to jump on here super quick because we've been testing out a like, you know, the stop doing this post that you told me to do. Yeah, I've been doing them but I've been doing them a little bit longer form, like 90 seconds. And the last three that were 90 seconds all hit 14 K like, boom. Yep. like I'm wondering, like, all I want to know is just kind of like, if I should just lean more into that and like, maybe keep doing just like one a day or should I like double down on what's working and do more. Cause like my workout videos are doing like less good now. And these ones are popping the fuck off. So I was wondering if like, I should just like, if I should keep it like kind of balanced or if I should kind of like lean more into what I know is working really well. And also I wanted your opinion on the long form because these videos are a minute and a half. Yeah, cool. I want to give you context and then I want you to give him advice. So Taj has a tendency to fucking over, get obsessed with one thing and then he just does that one fucking thing. So I'm trying to like, so can you teach him the fucking, the meat and potatoes theory and then give him- 100%. Advice? So first off, when it comes down to the long videos, it honestly doesn't mean anything, Taj. doesn't matter at all. As long as the hook is good and you can keep people hooked on the entire time, then they'll cool. watch it. Not to mention, like, even TikTok is moving in a direction of competing with YouTube. So, guys, within the next six months to a year, they're actually going to be putting out a platform that is strictly to compete with YouTube, is what TikTok's mm. been talking about right now. So, everything is going long form. This is why you're seeing a lot of creators post, like, five, 10-minute videos. I actually did one the other day that was six minutes long on TikTok, and it's still got 10K views. So, you play around with those. Now, when it comes down to the content itself, you want to think about everything as a meal, is what I like to always say. So you got to have your carbs, your meats, your vegetables, your spices, like that's the mm -hmm. different content types. Now, yep. obviously, when you guys eat more, all right, and develop as an adult, you're going to have tendencies to like some food more than others. Same thing with your content creation, you're going to be creating and you're going to like doing something more than others. So to answer that question, you're talking right. about how like one thing is hitting right now, you're like, should I double down on that? Yeah, I think so. Um, number one, don't lose out on the other stuff. Like, mm -hmm. make sure you're still mixing it in. If you like it, then double down. And I want to touch on that very, very strongly here. Do not chase the fucking views. And this is for you, Taj, and everybody else. Because you guys all have this fucking tendency. You see Patrick Hong blowing up. And the next thing you know, there's 40 of you guys doing these fucking tutorial videos. And you don't even enjoy them. You don't even like doing it. But you're just doing it because it blows the fuck up. And again, I've said it multiple times. I love Patrick Hong. All right? Homie only made 63K last month. Okay? This is only. <laughs> I'm going to... Hey, Let's be <laughs> look at fucking Trent Harrison. Look at yeah. Nicole. I know, I know, I know. Just a reaction. Everyone of his following. Like, fuck you. Okay. A yeah. lot of people are probably like, fuck you, but I'm going to call a spade a spade. <laughs> Nicole Troutman has 13,000 followers on Instagram. She made $100,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you say. So when it comes down to the creation process, guys, views are not fucking everything. 
everybody right. sees like all these accounts with millions and millions of followers because the videos are blowing the fuck up consistently. All right. They're fucking going crazy. And they're like, I should do that. I had one video that's similar to it that blew up. Let's quadruple down on this. If you like doing that content, big dog, then do it. Yeah, no, dude, to be totally honest, I think this is the content that I like the most. Like when Brian was down, when we were filming content together, Brian, and I was trying to do everything like quick and concise and clean, like the way that like you were coaching me, not saying yeah. that it's bad, yeah. but like, I like to explain things a little bit more in depth and cool. kind of like be funny with it and like flow with it. Cool. You know what I mean? Dude, I love so, it. Like, so if the videos are a minute, minute and a half. Like they're, they're longer, but then double down hitting. So I'm just going to yeah. keep going. Then double down. There's an individual that I want you to go check out on Instagram. Cool. Um, if I'm not mistaken, his name is big Mike. Give me one second here. I'm actually going to pull him up. This is an individual that used to be a bodyguard for Drake and he's a fucking monster. Brian, let me share my screen, please. Okay. So the reason why I want you to go check out his Instagram is because he's right. very good at doing what you're kind of explaining. All right. He mm. calls himself a movement specialist. This guy's a fucking monster. He's got a YouTube mm. as well, yeah. but he literally just talks. So go check out his content. This is his tag right cool. here. And you'll see what I mean with this. It's all long form. He doesn't try to speed up anything. He's raw, real. It's kind of just like vlogging in the gym, just walking cool. through everything, keeping it raw and real. But if you enjoy it, quadruple down. That's all I care about. I don't want you guys getting stuck in this game where the next thing you know, your account's at fucking like 500,000 followers and you're getting all these views, but you fucking hate doing tutorials. So you're like, I cannot stand going to the gym and doing this because I see it every single day. There's one of you guys right. who come to content audits and you're like, well, what's working for my account is something that I fucking hate doing. Well, mm -hmm. it's because you're chasing views and you're not chasing the impact that I know you guys could have. Sweet. Appreciate it. Stoked. Gotcha, yeah. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm just going to jump on board with Cole. Good advice. Fist bump. Bet. Also, yeah. this is a side note. Side note, Taj, guess what? What, G? I'm signing the paperwork for the Dominican house today. Let's fucking go! <laughs> step, step one of three. So I need to sign the paperwork on my Sick. end, and then we got to do the fucking Dominican paperwork, but we're like almost done. Sick. Cole, you fucking jealous? We're going to be neighbors now too, dog. Fucking you. No, I'm you not jealous, but I fucking, I am very happy. Very happy. For <laughs> okay, it. good, bro. Good, good. And we'll see your ass down here too. I will come visit. I'll come visit. See your ass down here. Third world country baby. living where I, I can't squeeze, drive my car. I got to squeeze that little baby's cheeks, bro. We'll see. Yes, we'll come visit for sure. He's going to move there. He just doesn't know yet. Cool. Thanks, Taj. Next up, we got Devon. Devon, what's up, King? And how can we serve? I just wanted to say I finally got content audited. So thank you, Cole, for the advice on that. And um, now I'm on the call. So I'm really just maximizing the, the value that you guys are offering right now. So I guess my question is, I had my best months in February and March. And April so far is currently not going this like going the same. It's a little slower. And I'm trying not to go into like that scarcity mindset, thinking like April's not going to be the same because there's still a plenty of time left. And I've been doing, I've been being active on social media at at least, you know, three hours plus a day. I'm sending 25 messages out so far in, in what, 10 or 11, 12 days. I've only booked one call this week. So I'm trying to find out where I'm being flawed at so I don't lose the momentum that I have from the last two months. Plus. Okay. So first things first is what's the most amount of money you've ever made in like one day out of curiosity? That's a really good, I don't, I don't, I don't know that number off the top of my head, to be honest with you. How many clients have you sold on one day before? Do you know that number? The last March 31st, which is the last, the last day, which is two weeks ago, I sold two clients and that was like, one was like, uh, it was about a thousand dollars. That was actually the most money that I made was three grand. I got paid in full early this year. That was the most money I've ever made okay. for the year. And that was in one day, right? 
Correct. Yeah. That was the most money I've ever made right now. So you're telling me that in one day you have the potential to make $3,000? For sure. Yeah. So if you had three $1,000 days in April, you'd be at 10K pretty much is what you're saying. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. So what I'm saying is that you're looking at your business from the day-to-day scope when you need to be looking at your business from like the week-to-week scope and the month-to-month scope. So it's like you're too short-ranged with your thinking. And this is where a lot of you guys make the mistake. And like what you don't understand is like the seeds that you're planting today will become trees in one week, two weeks, three weeks. Also, if on March 31st, you had your biggest day ever and you sold your clients, like you're basically like you withdrew all the goodwill from your social media. Does that make sense? Like you sign all the clients. And so now you need to pour back into not only your social media, but also your clients. I want everyone to write this down. When I have a record-breaking month, the next thing that I focus on for the next 30 days is over-fucking-delivering to my clients. Mm. I don't focus mm. on hitting the next record-breaking month. And this is where a lot of you guys make a mistake. As soon as I hit a record-breaking month, the next full 30 days is focused on delivering a valuable service to my clients. Yep. Because you just signed a bunch of fucking clients. You should be a lot less concerned with having a record-breaking month this month and a lot more concerned with making sure that every single client that you signed absolutely fucking loves you. Okay. So, so can I ask you a question then? Yep. Cause you, you guys are really good. Both of you guys, Cole and you, and I love how you guys have different styles. You guys are really good at building community. I believe I was an in-person trainer for, for more than I've been an online trainer. So I'm not going to like shut out what I've done online, but I believe in person I've like learned that. So I'm learning how to build community online. Like that's what I think I need to maybe focus on right there. I really agree. making sure that all my clients are having the best experience. Like what are like, I don't know, one or two things that you, you would say to like build, build better community. How many of you guys love the Change Eyes Academy? Raise your fucking hand. So create a Facebook group, create a schedule for that group, show up with fucking intention for that group and spend time in it. Okay. That's really all you need to do. But okay. you actually need to give a fuck about it. Because if you don't give a fuck about it, your clients will feel that. Go ahead. I'm to give you the biggest fucking tip in the entire world. And this kind of goes for all of you guys steal like an artist. You guys literally are in the best fucking community out there for growth, period. It's true. Look at what we're doing and do it in your own business. For sure. Is that fucking simple? Create a Facebook group, do challenges, deliver fucking value, call out the bitches that fucking want to drag <laughs> down the like every time there's a fucking little piece of shit in our group that tries to drag down the mentality. We chop their head off publicly because we don't put up with that shit. We have rules. It's called no sheeping. Fucking Brian's laughing his ass off right now. We chop those motherfuckers head off today, dude. (laughs) Publicly, by the way, we're like, this is the fucking sheep. He's dead now. Goodbye. The fuck out. And we're just ride or die. Again, the last thing that I wanted to touch on though, because I feel like a lot of you guys let it go over your head. Brian just said, you need to believe in it more than they do. Like, Bro, I'm in that academy every single fucking day. I spent seven hours yesterday recording fucking new trainings for that fucking group. All right. We are coming up with new trainings on a consistent basis. I spent two and a half hours yesterday on pod chats with you guys. Then went and fucking watched Brian on the mastermind call where he spent two fucking hours coaching the mastermind. Like we over deliver in that community where a lot of you guys will, again, just focus on the record months. You've got to be there for them. Facts. Facts. I'm just when you when you're there for them. I know. I'm fuck, I don't know why Cole's making me fucking laugh. Everyone's like, why are you laughing so much? I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. When you're there for them, they will refer you clients. They will bring you new business. It will feel good to bring on clients. But like, you're just focused on the money, dog. That's it. For sure. Yeah. No, 
Got you. Yeah, and it, it's I like how you said that because it drew me back to the community. I think that's where like I'm lacking on right now. I'm not serving like them and giving them that opportunity. So definitely the Facebook group, I think, is going to be the key to that for the rest of this month, you know? How much did you make in January? I made 4.5K in January. How much did you make in February? 9.2. How much did you make in March? 9.6. I rest my case. Go work in the community. Bye-bye. Let's get it. Thank you, guys. You're I appreciate you. You're welcome, bro. Mel, what's up? What's good? Fucking not much. Not fucking you're having a good time over there, Mrs. I made $7,800 in the last three weeks since quitting my job. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, about that, a lot of those clients, well, all of them came from Facebook. And most of them are like what I guess warm leads. I hear you guys say over and over again, both of you and Cole always saying like, if you're not getting engagement, your content is shit, period. (laughs) So I'm not getting engagement on Instagram at all. I go on content audits all the time. I implement everything Cole tells me to do, which I guess Cole's going to be unfriending me soon because he said, if your content shit, he's unfriending people. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) you're not going to (laughs) get, you fucking asshole. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'm going to try and make better content so I don't get unfriended by Cole, but, (laughs) but you left the room. I'm here, but I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I have, you know, like coaches telling me that my content has gotten so much better and I've been working a lot on my content and I've been like, you know, doing carousels and photos and trying to provide proof, connection, value, but it's still not going anywhere. So obviously my content is shit, but I don't know what to do to make it better. So no, I'm taking this right away. Your content is better. Okay. But this is the thing, like you need to stop attaching a timeline to it as much as it is very frustrating to not have a timeline to it. And it is very frustrating to not watch things pop off. Let's take Simone for an example. Were you on the last call where me and Simone were talking? Yeah. Okay. Simone, how long did it take before your content actually started popping up? I think you're on what, like a year long straight of fucking content audits with me, right? More than a year. Yeah. And then now with your TikTok, what's happened? I am at, I think, 68,000 right now followers. And now your Instagram's starting to slowly pop. Sorry. And now your Instagram's starting to slowly pop too, right? Yes. Exactly. So. The conversation we just had, Mel, I'm going to repeat myself. You need to embrace patience while listening to the algorithm, meaning, all right, you got to experiment and your content has gotten better. It has. We've seen it improve. When you first got on video compared to right now, you've improved greatly. Also, the individuals that you did sell, that's $7,800 worth, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah, they might be warm. They are warm due to the fact that you produce content online. Okay, so don't discredit what you are currently doing. It's just going to take time. Now, again, I wrote this on the last call and I want all of you guys to write this down. Be patient and fluid. Everybody write that down. Be patient and fluid. Now, what that means is I am patient when it comes down to the results I want on social media, but I am fluid in my approach. Meaning, just like Bruce Lee talks about being water, all right, water becomes a teapot and more. I am fluid in my approach. Meaning if I post a piece of content and it flops, I don't delete it. I'm like, you know what? I'll take that on the chin. Now I'm going to adjust the next one in a very big way. Something hits. Okay, dope. What did I do? Well, what did the hook look like? How can I reproduce this multiple different ways? 
And let me double down with this strategy. Does it make sense? Yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be patient. I'm typically a patient person, but for some reason I'm less patient with this, but I do feel like, like Brian said to Devon, like, you know, if you, so I just brought on eight clients in three days and I do want to focus on those clients and not focus on, you know, having a record breaking month, but then like, I feel like to improve, like I want to be in the 5k Academy. I'm cutting you off. I got something to say now. Janelle, literally her engagement on her Instagram was trash for a year and a half, two years. Like we're talking like Janelle was pulling all of her revenue and clients from Facebook and she was only posting on Instagram because we made her. <laughs> she's, we're like, do not stop posting on Instagram. Because she's like, I hate Instagram. It sucks. It's the worst. I never get any clients. I never get any engagement, et cetera, et cetera. It's been legit. Janelle's worked with us for like two and a half years. And only in the last six months has our Instagram started pulling clients. So that's the first thing that I want to say is it takes fucking time sometimes. That being said, I am very aware that your social media is pulling in clients because you don't sign in clients in three days by accident. You sign in clients in three days because you're putting out good content and your content is resonating on a specific platform. My advice to you would be to double down on that platform and be like, all right, so Facebook's popping for me right now. So I'm going to spend 80% of my time making sure that my content is good for Facebook, making sure that I'm live streaming to nurture my Facebook audience, making sure that I'm really engaging with my Facebook audience, that I'm building connections with my Facebook audience because that's where all my clients are coming from. I'm going to spend 20% of my time building my other social media platforms because obviously you don't want to forget about Instagram, but like you're creating for Facebook and like you're building Instagram in the background because Facebook's paying the bills. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I think, I don't know why I get so hung up on Instagram. Like yeah. I definitely is coming. I'm getting a lot more from Facebook. So, so double down on that. Last right. thing I'm going to say about this is like, I want everyone to write this down. You only need five clients to build a business. Here's what I mean by that. If you sign five, write that everybody in the chat box, there's fucking 49 of you here, write that down. If you sign five clients and you actually do a good fucking job and you actually deliver them results and you actually transform their fucking life, then those five clients are going to tell their friends about you. They're going to stick around for a longer period of time. So you're going to have no drop-offs. Their clients, they're going to tell their sister to join your program. They're going to tell Sarah to join your program. You're going to have amazing transformations, which you'll be able to share on your social media. You'll be able to recycle those five clients' transformations. That's all you need. So you have those five clients. And so my intention for you is to like really focus on those people, deliver a fucking amazing service, make sure that they're getting incredible results. And I promise you, they're going to stick around for longer. They're going to fucking love you. They're going to refer their friends. They're going to upgrade. They're going to renew all of it. So you have everything that it takes to build a business to 5k a month. And I want you to stop thinking about the timeline. Like, yes, it would be cool to get to the 5k club next month, but it also doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's like, you're putting this arbitrary timeline on yourself and you're like, I got to make it fucking. It's like, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you will make it. It might be this month. It might be next month, but you got to take that fucking pressure off yourself. And I promise you, as soon as you take that pressure off and you're just like, I'm just going to show up for my clients and fucking deliver and like do my very best for them. And I'm going to show up on my Facebook live streams and I'm going to deliver for my audience. and I'm going to be my very best. And there's no pressure. I just want to change people's lives. I just want to impact. I just want to serve. When you actually come from that place, people are just going to be like, duh, 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 duh. they're just going to flock to you. But if you're like, I need to make this money. I need to fucking, the content needs to fucking hit. My fucking views are shit. Everything's shit. Fucking hate this. That energy will not attract what you're looking for. Does that make sense? Definitely. Appreciate you guys. Cole, don't unfollow me.
People are afraid of you today, bro. I love it. Thank you for coming up today, Mel. <laughs> I don't know why you're making me laugh today, but today is like, <laughs> bro, because I'm fucking funny, dog. All right, leprechauns are hilarious, dude. Okay, they are straight the fuck up. They are. They're they're fucking. They're hilarious. They are. <laughs> Let's I go. Nothing to say to that. Vicky, Vicky you gotta turn the video on. We're not talking to you. That's funny. Vicky, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm not walking. I don't want my phone to die. Holy fuck balls. Long time time chat watcher, first time caller in her. Um, so, uh, yeah, it is a good day. And Brian, you're way more intimidating than Cole. Cole, you're a big honey bear. So, anyways, <laughs> I don't buy that shit. I was listening to one of your podcasts the other day. I think it was with Chelsea. Well, I don't know if it was the other day, but that's when I listened to Chelsea um, about building her business and what you focus on as a business, you know, leader. And she was like, I really love training and I really love coaching. But as you get bigger and go into the mastermind, which is my goal, 2023, get into the mastermind is I do love coaching and I do, that's what, that's my jam. I love helping women, the like sending out DMs and tracking KPIs. Um, that's just, it's not something I enjoy. I have thought that I would like to bring on team members. I do have some help a little bit with, with social media and pictures, but I do pretty much all my own video editing and all that kind of thing. And then I have help with my bookkeeping, but maybe bringing on shadow coach or just someone to help so I can fully focus on my learning. I have several clean health programs and yada. So that just, how do you know if joining a team is, is a good idea? And I really don't know much about joining teams. So like, how does that work if you still want to have some kind of autonomy? I like that. So I'm going to take this question. There's only becoming the leader of the business and actually having team members that check in with you and having people that you're responsible for and having people that like rely on you for their fucking payroll and having like all of the pressure on your shoulders and knowing that like, if you don't succeed, it is like all to do with you and nothing to do with anybody else. That type of pressure, there's only a certain type of person that can handle that type of pressure. Mm -hmm. And that takes like a fucking bad motherfucker. And I'm like, and I'm not, I've got no hate for you, by the way, if you don't like that kind of pressure, it's like, that is like, there's some like high level leaders in this call. If you're in the mastermind, just say mastermind in the chat. I think there's a couple of mastermind students in the chat. I don't know if anybody's here right now or not. Mike's in the mastermind. Like that takes a lot of fucking pressure. All right. And for those type of people, but there's some type of people that are like actually fucking sick in the head like me. And I love that kind of pressure. I'm like, give me all of it. I'm like, I don't know how to fucking run this business and I don't know how to fucking do this shit, but I want all of it. I'll fucking do all of it. I'll figure it all the fuck out along the way. And if it, if the boat burns to the ground, I'll go down with the ship and I'll be fucking happy that I did it. That's me. Okay. That might not be you, right? Like you got to understand that you're like, you're going to be operations. You're going to be CEO. You're going to be fucking head coach. You're going to be training people. You're going to be fucking the VA. Sometimes you're going to be the content person. You're going to be coaching your client. Like you have literally all the hats. And some people are like, I like that. Now, I, I want to also touch on this because I think that a lot of people have a skewed perception of what the mastermind's about. In the mastermind, I teach you three things. I teach you how to build a business to $25,000 a month plus. 
and I teach you three skills or three people that you need to hire on your team are somebody to help you with lead gen, somebody to help you with your clients and somebody to help you with your community. Those are the only three hires that you need to get to 25 to 35K per month and then have your time back. That's really all you need in the mastermind to get to that level. And then there's some people like Andrew K who are like, I want to make 50 to 100 grand a month. So then there's a higher level of responsibility comes with that. There's more team members, right? So you have to actually ask yourself like what you want. Like, do you want to be the bad bitch? Like, do you want to be the one that's like leading the fucking pack? Do you want to be the one that like, like wears the fucking crown and is like, this is fucking my company. What's up? Or do you want less responsibility? And you're like, I just kind of want to just coach my clients at a high level and make 10, 15, 20K a month. And that's it. And if that's the answer, then go work on a team. But if you like, like well, the pressure, I, you like the heat, you want the fucking smoke. If that's you, then you need to be the leader of the team. Otherwise, you're eventually going to fucking resent the team and you're going to quit and leave anyways. Okay. Well, I am a bad bitch and I do serve my clients at a high level. So if they stay with me. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, but another thing that was kind of brought up, I was talking a few things with Nick and it's the longevity piece as well, like five years or 10 years kind of situation. So I, you know, I'm going to jump in again. So longevity piece is like, I, you want to know why I'm my own boss? Because I know what kind of motherfucker I am. And I know that I would literally rather fucking die on the streets than let Cole down or my family or anybody else in my company. Vice versa. That's, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm running the business. Because I'm like, I fucking, like, me and Cole would literally rather die on the streets than let our company down. Yep. So that's why we like the smoke. That's longevity. Somebody once asked me, they're like, what are you going to do if, like, fucking the economy and blah, blah, blah. I was like, a laugh in their face. Yeah, I'm like, what do you fucking mean? I'm like, do you know what kind of motherfucker I am? I'm like, I'm not a sheep like you. That's what I'm going to do. All right? Fuck you. (laughs) Like, that's longevity. It's like, I know what kind of motherfucker I am. So if you know what kind of motherfucker you are, Right. But maybe you're like, you know what? I don't like that. I don't like that thought. I want to be on a team where like we're at a collective, but I would argue that being on a team is no more safe than being on your own. Cause what if the fucking team leader gets hit by a fucking bus? We're having the same conversation. Yeah. Right. Longevity is not and, a part of it. And when you're on a team, you still have your own clients and mm-hmm. you're still, but you're in the paradigm of the team. You're also giving away a percentage of all of your revenue. And sometimes that's valuable because if you're on a team that's reputable, that has fucking built a brand that like you get to lean on the brand fucking presence and you get that automatic reputation, sometimes that's valuable. I personally would rather fucking stick a sword through my chest than give up pizza domination. That's why some of my, some of our competitors, mine and Cole's competitors have given up 10% of their business to Alex Ramosi to help them grow. And we're still bigger, by the way, which is fucking hilarious. But like, I would rather literally stab myself in the eye than do that. Because that's not me. This might not have answered your question. This might have left you with more questions, but I think you need to sit with it. Yeah, and it's been rummaging around in my head. Um, So I I think that I'll keep thinking about it and just see what presents itself to me. Ask yourself, do you want to be the bad bitch that runs the show? or do you want to be a coach on a team of people that are all collectively helping others? That's up to you. I do. I do want to run the company. I do want to have my own business, but all the things that go along with it do, do give me like they should. and that's that, like, my shit that I know how that I know that is my fear that I'm trying to work. Listen, on. that's normal. Like running a fucking large business comes with fear. 
there's been multiple times when Brian and myself have been scaling PT domination and aesthetic nation. If we were to re- rewind way back where we literally had a conversation where we're like, we have no idea how this is going to fucking happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how this is going to work out. Like it was an intimidating move, but we did it anyways. And it ended up working out. Why? Because we went all fucking in. What you're feeling right now is normal. You're your own boss. Now everything relies on you. If you don't eat, that's your fault. If you lose your house because you can't pay the bills, that's your fucking fault. You feel me? Like that's a normal feeling. It's just sitting down with yourself. Like we can't answer this question for you. This is all you. It's you sitting down with yourself and actually being like, do I want all that responsibility? Yes or no? Am I ready for it? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Take this and sit with it and look at yourself in the mirror. Because there's no answer that we can give you that's going to satisfy you. Because the decision has to come from within. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome, Vicky. I hope you have a, a nice walk and I, I like your hat. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Taylor Hinton. What's up, dog? By the way, I don't driving and podcasting. I'm just going to say that. What's up? If you ask Brian the same question, I'm going to fucking yell at you. You better have a new one. Hey, Brian. I just, no, it's not. I actually forgot to ask you, Cole. So yeah, thanks for helping out. Um, Okay, good. I do have a call with the head coach of a local team at 1245 today. I have no fucking idea how, where I'm going with this. I was thinking of just like coming in as like asking a lot of questions, understanding more about their system right now. And just trying to provide as much value as I can, not even necessarily going for a pitch and a sale right now because he doesn't know who I am, but maybe she's trying to establish that relationship and then ask him if he's okay. With Pause. Absolutely not. I literally already gave you advice on this over the phone. It's the same fucking thing in person. You want to coach high school teams. Yeah. What you need to do because you're getting your foot in the door with these individuals is you need to be very transparent and give right off the bat. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Listen, I'm only going to take up five minutes of your time, Brian. No, nothing else. My main intention for this is I want to serve other kids. You see, I grew up playing football and I wish I had more help from individuals that actually understood fitness on a deeper level. So when it comes down to me building my own company, I just wanted to serve more people. I wanted to literally serve my fucking roots. When it comes down to helping your team, I feel like I could provide a lot of value and I do not want to charge anything. Everything I do would be 100% free, but I just want to help these kids get better at sports, get better at this, get better at this, get better at this. And I'll come in on my own time. You guys will not have to pay me. I'm not going to charge anybody anything. Like, how does that sound? Would you be able to do something for me? And can we work something out? The reason why, like, don't ask him questions because he didn't give a fuck who you are. You need to come in with like, I'm the solution to helping these kids, but there's no like resistance. I'm not charging anything. And like, can I have this opportunity? If I can, let's set up another call when I go through the actual breakdown of what's going to be involved in it. Okay, so first call is like, this is my intention. I want to give you all this stuff for free. This is my background real quick. And then can I follow up like for a, a proper call like next week? Not even can I follow up for a proper call? You just ask them, is there something that we could do together? Because I feel like I could really help these kids. And at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Uh, this, okay. I love that. The only other thing that I'm going to add to that CTA is I want to come into the school and shake your hand in person. When would be a good time to do that this week? Okay. I said that the last call too, in person only. 
There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I want to come into the school and shake your hand in person. When's a good time to do that this week? I'm free Thursday and Friday afternoon. Is that, which one works best? Cool. Okay. So I think that's it. I think that's all I needed, really. Cool. Just framework for this call. So that's good. Guys, this is the thing, okay? This is what you guys don't realize about the Change Edge Academy, the best coaching program for online fitness coaches on the planet, period, is the skills that you learn in the CLA, you can directly apply to every other area of your life. Yep. So treat this person like a prospect, like a lead. They're obviously interested. They fucking booked a call. Now you need to close. And you wouldn't go into a sales call being like, hi, my name is Taylor and I fucking, I'm an online coach and I'm pretty cool. And so you guys are pretty cool too. Do you have any questions for me? No, nah, motherfucker, you need to sell this guy. Pain, your students need help. Vision, you, I am the solution. I'm going to help them become better athletes. It's like product. I, I want absolutely guy. nothing for this. I just want to yes. fucking serve. I want to help out. Yes. Close. I want to come shake guy. your hand in person. What does that look like? You came off too salesy last time in some way. That's why he told you he doesn't want you in his fucking school selling kids and selling yeah. these people. So now you need to remove the resistance. And that's why Brian and myself are both saying like, come with open arms to give. And bro, again, these first couple schools is for you to get the fucking experience because you're paving the way. I've never seen a coach do what you're about to do. All right. You're paving yeah. the way. So if you got to fucking literally tell that one guy, homie, I'll sign a contract showing that I won't sign anybody from this school. I'll do that right fucking now. Like you truly want to give back to these kids and fucking do it. Facts. Okay. To build, hey, to build on that too. So I, I've had like way less resistance with the CGFL. Well, are you familiar with those guys? Like the Canadian Junior Football League? No. They're like 18 to 22 year olds, basically. So these guys age out of high school. They don't want to play university football. And this is a legitimate league for them. It's tackle and everything. When I got a local team on board and they're like super excited, they want to film me in there and help the kids out, all this stuff. I know you guys have given me a lot of like feedback on trying to do this with the schools and being like a government program, being like a little bit more difficult. What are you guys thoughts on like reaching out to these teams that are not affiliated with the government and or schools, like public system? Do you think it would yes. be easier for me or like do you have any thoughts on that? Do it. Those are my I thoughts. think it'd be, it would definitely be easier because it's not a fucking school. I'm like, you should be doing that like right fucking now. That's just a lead pool. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be transparent. We yeah. have no fucking idea because we've never done it. Yeah. That's why we're, we're telling you. Just, yeah. You're asking us for fucking feedback. I'm going to give you, I have no fucking clue. I'm like, I'm going to tell you what I would do is if I, I was in your situation, I would fucking do it. Mm -hmm. What's, what's okay. the worst you guys lose? Like, okay. I'm gonna, I'll give you some life experience. When I was 22 years old, Taylor, I wanted to start speaking in schools. And so I had a friend that was a high school teacher. She found out that I wanted to start speaking in school. So she ended up getting me in. I went to her school and I spoke about, you know, my drug addiction. And then that, I used that fucking speech to approach other schools. And I was like, hey, I've spoken at this school and I'm really interested in coming to speak at more high schools. And I started speaking at more schools because I got a fucking doorway in. And as soon as I got a doorway in, I used that fucking experience to open other doors. Yes. So the answer is just to fucking yep. do it. You just got to do it. You got to get out of your yep. head and stop thinking and start taking action. Yeah. Roger that. Appreciate it, guys. Got you, bro. Have the best day of your life. You too. Pedro, what's up? What's up? What's up bro? So my question is more like over mindset. I think I've been struggling. Uh, I didn't struggle with this for a long while. And like, it's like a vice. Like Tuesday or and Wednesday, I think I started like binge eating again. Mm. And like, I didn't have a problem with that. And I know you guys have been way worse, way deeper shit. And I kind of just wanted like an advice on that. And like, I just don't know. And it wasn't too bad last week, but then yesterday I went like, I just went to a, like a store and then I got a lot of shit and then I felt bad. And like, I feel like it's going to affect for sure on my business and on the people I'm helping. Like I'm preaching that 
you need to like eat better on social media, but then I'm not doing it. And I just want some advice. I'm going to preface this advice with I'm not a fucking therapist, but I'm going to tell you what I think. Why did you binge eat? I don't know. I think I felt like anxious. About what? About the academy. Why? Because I didn't see results yet. Why? Because I don't know. I just didn't. How long have you been in the academy? Three weeks or two. So you've been in the academy for two fucking weeks and you haven't seen results. Yeah. So you went, you got anxious because you haven't seen two results after two weeks. Yeah. What would you say to your fucking weight loss client if they told you that? That's what Cole told me. Um, what would you say to your fucking weight loss client? To keep doing the work. Yeah, to keep doing the work. Or you could fucking quit. Hell no. You could quit if you wanted to. I'll let you quit right now. I'll send you your fucking no. money back. Nope. I'm serious. Fuck no. That's what I'm saying though. Like those are your fucking options. So if you want to quit, go ahead. I'll fucking give you your money back. But if you want to actually make this fucking work, then you need to understand that this shit is not going to take three weeks. It's going to take three years. Like zoom the yeah. fuck out, bro. Are, do you have another job right now? No. Why the fuck do you not have another job? Are you crazy? So you're literally reliant on the academy for, to make money. So if the academy doesn't make money, you don't fucking eat. Is that no, no. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, do you have money I saved have, up? I have a little bit and then I can pay the, pay the rest with... Yeah, I have money. Like my dad has got like the, I don't know how to call Yo, spit it. the fuck out. Is your parents paying for your bills? And are you just kind of like chilling or what's happening right now? Yeah, my, my dad paid for the first month. Okay. okay. So what's happening with the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth month? I want to pay for it. You want to pay for it, but can you pay for it? Do you have the fucking money? Yes or no? Yeah, I do. Okay. So then why the fuck are we looking at two weeks instead of two years? Exactly. Aaron, under yourself. How long were you in this fucking group before you got to $5,000 a month? Probably close to a year. Mel, I meet yourself. How long were you in this fucking group before you started seeing success? Seeing success. Eight months. Simone, I meet yourself. How long were you in this group before you started seeing success? Probably a year. Mike Vaughn. Mayo, un Mike Mayo, unmute yourself. How long were you in this group before you started seeing success? 16 months. Devon, Devon, unmute yourself. How long were you in this group before you started seeing success? A year and a half. Yo, Pedro, if you're thinking fucking two weeks, take your fucking money back and get out. Yeah. I'm dead ass. But if you actually want to see success and put your fucking head down for the next six months and put in the work, that's why you're yeah. anxious. I'm dead ass. You better be on every fucking coaching call, studying every fucking video and doing everything that you possibly can. If you're trying to get success in two weeks, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. All right. Like zoom out, bro. Is it possible for you to achieve success in this program? Absolutely. Everyone in this call is a testament to that, but you're not going to see success in two weeks. It's not going to fucking happen. You're not an overnight success. Caleb Zisk was literally in this program for three months and made $750 in the first three months. And in the fourth month, he made $9,800. But you're not going to do that if you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't see success this week. I've been doing everything. I've been showing up to the calls, pod chats, content audits, and I didn't see success this week. We tell our weight loss clients not to do that shit, but then we do that with our own business. And this isn't just for Pedro, by the way. This is just Pedro's question. I know a lot of you motherfuckers think like that. You don't make a sale in a week and you're like, fuck, man, my fucking business is on fire. Grow up. Yo, or content. You guys will literally get your content produced. You'll show up to content audits. We'll give you an audit. And then literally three, four days, five days later, you're back asking me the same fucking questions. Well, I did what you said and it didn't blow up. That's why I didn't let you on content audits this week, Pedros. That's why I didn't go over your content before this call. Because you ain't like, go put the work in. You guys yeah. need to stop thinking about instant gratification. Just because you're posting on social media, DMing people and doing the, and I'm going to use quotes here, work 
does not mean you deserve success. There's a lot of people that start in this game and they start fucking making money instantly. If you aren't, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means it's going to take more time. There's a lot of people that have genetic fucking mutation freak lords in this world, all right? They work out a little bit and they just look crazy jacked without taking gear or anything. If you ain't one of those people, are you just going to quit? Just get fat as fuck, sit on your ass? No, just going to take you a lot more time, right? Braylon said, Pedro, it took me five weeks to get one paying client after investing in pizza domination. And now five months later, I'm at $13,500. Yeah. You need yes. to zoom the fuck out, bro. That's my advice. And that's probably not the advice that you were expecting or that you wanted, but that's the fucking truth. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So what are you going to do? Just keep going no matter what and post, keep posting and keep improving my content and keep messaging people and and motherfucker you better be in that group every fucking day expressing gratitude for being in a community of people that actually give a fuck about you king wants to role play with you king's like let's fucking role play so yes you just got roasted by the boys but you also just got supported by the community who here wants to help pedro grow say me in the chat box look at all these fucking hands homeboy yeah zoom out also i'm not done stay the fuck out of the goddamn grocery store and stop binge eating like you guys relying on vices is not going to get you anywhere. I don't give a fuck if it's weed, alcohol, drugs, binge eating. I do not care. Stay the fuck away from it. Again, Wes said a quote, and it's very, very real. Action alleviates anxiety. Embrace that shit. You feel anxious? Good. Go do something. Go post a piece of content. Go do some push-ups. Go for a fucking run. Go for a walk. Don't go binge eat or don't go drink a fucking bottle of alcohol. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's just counterproductive. And the next thing you know... And this is probably going to fucking hit your daddy's going to be paying for another month of the fucking Academy because you ain't putting the fucking work in. You're just binge eating food. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Time to put the fucking work in. Let's go. We'll do that. I like this. I like that too. We're, there we we're go. Pulling B out. B's fucking, you guys thought I was just a fucking intense one. Get ready y'all. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Buckle up. All right. I don't know who iPhone is, but who's iPhone. Yeah. I don't know who iPhone is either. What's up? It's me. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Hi, Sammy. Hi. I'm sorry. I was at the beach when it started and I couldn't, you know, I would have lost my place in line. <laughs> I forgive you. How can we serve you? So when I had first started the Academy, there was a girl that was like doing all the work and you had given her a money affirmation to say, and I remember it really helped her. And the past couple of weeks, since I like I feel like I'm doing the steps and that's why I went to the beach to kind of like ground myself from my own anxiety so I wanted to know what that money affirmation was so that I could start screaming it like you guys like teach us to do you know money comes to me frequently easily and effortlessly 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 okay that's all I wanted thank you that's it <laughs> I will literally want you to fucking walk around and repeat that to yourself. And for me, anytime when I was working on my money mindset, you guys, when I was in Bali and I was fucking, this is at the period of my life where I was driving around the socks in my hands, like as Cole likes to fucking say, I would literally look at my bank account. And every time I got a paying client, I would be like, thank you. Money comes to me frequently, easily, and effortlessly. Money comes to me frequently, easily, and effortlessly. So I was born and raised in a trailer park. Like I, it's not like I fucking had a money mindset. I developed it. So it's money comes to me frequently, easily, and effortlessly. Okay. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Have the best day of your entire life. You as well. Bye. What's up, Zach? What's up, y'all? How are you? Best day of my motherfucking life. How are you doing? Dang, best day ever. So my question is, I believe that my content is good. I talked to 
Nick. He changed my avatar. I do need to make a few more tweaks with my content as far as like putting more plant-based food. But I think my DMs suck. Not necessarily doing the scripts, but like when new people come, I wanted to make sure that what I'm saying is like throwing people off because I, I think if I came off more correctly, I'll get more bookings. Yep. I love it. So what are you currently saying when new people follow you, Zach? Okay. So on Instagram saying like, Hey Alexa, thank you so much for following me. I absolutely appreciate you. And I just followed you back. I stole that from you. That's what you did to me when you sold me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it works. So, but then when I'm following people that I don't know, and they're not following me back, but I'm like introducing myself. I'm saying, Hey, wanted to reach out and introduce myself. Hope you enjoy my content. I'm a, I'm a fitness, I'm online fitness trainer. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. My DMs are always open. And I'm like, yeah, it's just- Is that people that engage with your content or people that are like friend you on Facebook or who's that? So if they friend me on Facebook, it's mutual. So I'm like, thanks for accepting my request. But if it's on Facebook, I'll just introduce myself. And sometimes they follow, sometimes they don't. No, 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 no. Okay. So listen, I'm just going to say something I'll let B go because B's like fucking a wizard when it comes out of DMs. And I want you guys to be able to get the value. But like right there, and I'll just keep it. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I block you instantly if you send me that DM. And like, guys, you got to look at the market nowadays. How many of you put your hand up, get fucking DM by random business people every single fucking day and it annoys the shit out of you. So like, that's what you just said. Hey, what's going on? Really good to meet you, Cole. By the way, I'm a fitness coach. If you have any questions, hit me up. And I'm going to be like, fuck out of my DMs, dude. Get out of here. But if there's already a mutual connection, that's why I'd be asking you that question. Because then, it, then it's a little bit different because if there's a mutual connection or they're already engaging with you, if they're already like followed you, engaged with your content or something else, they know what you're about. But if they've never met you, they don't know anything about you. And then you hit them with that message. You just look like another salesperson on social media. Yep. So if they've friended you or they've engaged with your content, here's the message that I want you to say. Uh, Za, I just wanted to shoot you a message to say, good to connect. I appreciate you. Let me know if you're struggling with anything in your fitness journey or you need some, gui- or you need some guidance. I'll do what I can to help you out. Smiley face. That's if they friend you or if they engage on your stuff. So the game, you guys, is to create content in a way that gets engagement. And then when people engage with that content, you engage with them. That's the whole game. And if you play that game, you're going to be engaging with more prospects all the time. And so if you're you're like, okay, I just changed my avatar. The next game is to get like, is to get people to fucking resonate. And the way that you get people to resonate is like, I feel like you have a powerful story. I don't know if you shared it or you haven't shared it but I'm going to encourage you to do so in a vulnerable way. So the way that I would recommend doing that is grabbing a, a photo of you like maybe five, 10 years ago before you started fitness and then a photo of you side by side, like you like in the gym jack or whatever girls call themselves when they're like fit as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. And then write a vulnerable post about like your rock bottom all the way to you now in your fitness journey and talk about the transformation. That shit slaps on Facebook. And then when people engage with you, right? And people engage with you, then you're like, hey, Zah, thanks so much for engaging on my content. I just want to say, I appreciate you. I was, I was being really vulnerable. So if you ever need anything on your fitness journey, you need some guidance, let me know and I'll help you out. I like that. So what about when people, um, when I'm just sending out my, I'm following people and they don't follow me back, do I message them at all? Nope. Okay. Good. Nope. That's, and that will save you time too, right? Because those people, if they don't follow you back, they ain't interested. Yeah. So the only people I engage with are people that are on my profile. Yeah. Go on my profile, come to Papa. Yeah. I'm trying to build a relationship. And it's like, and even if like the sending out 20 messages a day, even if like the sending out 20 messages a day, you're like, Brian, I don't have that. Like, that's fine. Like if you develop a deep relationship with the 70 people that are engaging on your content on a regular basis, like if 30 of those people become your client and they pay you $250 a month, that's an $8,000 a month business. So it's like, it's not like you need to look for 20 
new conversations. Sometimes it can be 20 conversations with people that are already there that you're just supporting, you're engaging on their content, et cetera. Also, don't always just look for the DM. A lot of you guys are looking at social media, just looking for the DM, and you just neglect being social on social media. Go and engage with these accounts, comment on their photos, like their photos, build a relationship with these individuals. A lot of you guys look at social media like the people on the other side of the screen are robots. They're just banks. Or targets. Robots or targets. Yeah, you're like, okay, this is just a bank that I'm going to engage with, click a button, and then it's just going to pay me on a monthly basis. That is a human being with feelings. You need to engage with them, build a relationship, talk to them, like connect with them, actually learn who they are before they even become a client. Feel okay. me? That was good. That was good. So I'm going to watch the replay and get all that down. That was, that was everything. Bet. Thanks for coming up, girl. Excited to see you at the event in September. Thank you. Paige, what's up? Hey, can you hear me? We sure can. I wouldn't miss you and that baby. You've been waiting there the whole time. How can we serve you? Yeah, he finally fell asleep. Thank you. So question. Also, I just want to say thanks to Cole for content on it about editing for people that I follow. I've already started editing my reel for today based off of that editing style. So thank you for implementing right. And then, so I've been in since December and I've only made one sale. It was actually just a friend's referral and not even my avatar. I've been posting consistently now. I have not been sending DMs, which is my fault because I felt when I first started, my content was so crap that I, if I reached out, it wasn't going to work anyways, but I'm doing the reels three times a week and then the other content. And I know that you said parasols and pictures are coming back up, but engagement on them is like 20 reach or 20 views. And all of my reels are like 200 to 400. So I was just wondering if I should, on the days that I'm posting carousels or photo content, that I also post a reel to help with bringing people to my page on those days. And then also I'm going to work on sending DMs. Love it. So first of all, thank you for coming up and being there with your baby. I appreciate you. Have you done a 14 day challenge yet? I have everything almost set up for it. I have not ran it yet. Okay. So for the next, I'm going to give you exactly what to do. I'm going to give you very like black and white advice. So First things first is if you find that reels do better on your page, post more reels. So fuck my carousels and photos advice. So just stick to reels. If they're working, fucking do reels. Second thing is your homework is to send out 10 DMs per day to people who are engaging on social media. Just introducing yourself. Hey, my name is Paige. I just want to say thanks for always supporting my content. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thing number three, I want you to launch your 14 day challenge within the next seven days and go back to those people that you've been engaging with and invite them to your 14 day challenge. Thing number four, your target is to get 15 to 20 people in that challenge and to convert from that challenge. So those are your next steps. Is that clear? Yes. Okay. I'm also going to give you a little bit of caca in a nice way because you're holding a baby and I want to be nice. That's fine. (laughs) But you like, you can't expect to get results if you're only willing to do half of the work. Mm. So if let's say Aaron, so somebody joins your fucking program and they're like, I'm going to do the workouts, but fuck your meal plan. You're like, okay, well. Good luck, you know, right? So like, that's the same thing for DMs and content and all the legion strats that we recommend. If you only do half the work, you ain't going to get the results. It's like, it's almost like, I'm going to talk about building a business. Like Cole talks about creating content. It's like a meal. Creating content is like the fucking meat. Sending DMs is the fucking potatoes. Booking the call and making the sale is like the fucking vegetables. You got to do all the things. You can't just be like, I'm posting content. So I'm doing the work. No, you ain't fucking doing shit. Mm. right you got to do all the things it's like you got to have balance in your approach to business so i can tell that you care about your success in your business because you just waited an hour and a half to talk to me and cole which i value and i appreciate but i'm I'm here to remind you that the fundamentals are everything and so 
turn your brain off because your brain doesn't know what the fuck it's talking about with your DM fucking yeah. limiting belief. Okay. So turn your brain off and just do what the boys say and just say, hi, don't send out DMS to sell people, send out DMS to just build relationships. Yes. Will do. Cool. Definitely. Need that. And I know it's me holding me back. So you were me. holding you back, but now you're not because you just came to the call and you got specific advice and yes. you're going to take this advice and you're going to run with it because you care about your success and you want to provide a good life for that little man that's in your arms right now. Yeah, mm. definitely. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming up. I'll post in the Academy when I start my challenge. Good. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about it. By the way, guys, that's the secret to getting a soft side to be Mark. I right? just come up with a fucking baby. All right. <laughs> I can't be mean to you if you got a baby in your hand. Touche. <laughs> Mike, what's up? You got to turn your fucking camera on. That's Cole's rules, bro. Yep. Not much, you. Damn, that beard is fire. Touche. <laughs> well, my question is, I'm about to run my second 14-day challenge. It's been about eight weeks since I last my, ran my first one. My first one, I had 24 people sign up, about 18 engaged, and I sold one. So I want to get those numbers better, obviously, right? So yep. if they, if when they fill my questionnaire form out and they say yes to know about my online coaching, should I call them right then, right there? You fucking nailed it, son. Do Cole, you want me to take this? You want to go? Yeah, it's very simple. I'll hit it right quick and then you'll go. Dude, any individual that says they want coaching right then and there, I wouldn't call them out of the blue because like you're kind of just setting yourself up for a fucking hang up or something along those lines. I would just send them a text and be like, hey, Mike, is this you? Question mark. They're going to respond with the yes, because again, they don't have your number and that's just an open-ended question. It's very passive. Then when they fucking say yes, you're going to be like, oh, okay, dope. It's Cole. In my application, you said that you were looking to get coaching, et cetera. And then I'm just going to call you and have a conversation. Make sense? Yep. But yes, any individual that like puts up their hand and says, yes, I want coaching. Yes. Sell me into your program. Yes. I need more help. You should be talking about talking to right away. If I'm not mistaken, Christine literally just ran a 14-day challenge and sold how much be? 26,000? Oh, yeah. 28,000. 28,000 before the challenge even started because of this strategy. Okay. If you search in the group, Mike, search Andrew Chow $7,500 because there was a 14-day challenge that he did where he made $7,500 before the challenge even started. And so, so I'm going to give you the keys to success with your 14-day challenge, right? So first things first, I want to commend you because a lot of people don't have the resilience to do it again when it doesn't work the first time because they're like, ah, it didn't work the first time, so fuck this. No, it didn't work the first time, and that just means we need to change a couple of things so it works better next time. It's yeah. kind of like if you like step on stage as a fitness competition and you play seventh and you're like, fuck, fitness competing sucks. It's like, no, you just got to like, you know, try again with a different approach. So I want to commend you on that. Keys to success with your 14-day challenge. Number one, anybody that leaves their phone number and wants to be pitched, do exactly what Cole just told you and send them a text. Mike, is this you? They all always reply and then be like, cool. I got your free fitness consult. It's Mike from Instagram. Go ahead and book into this link. It only takes a couple seconds and we can get it all sorted. Sell them before the challenge. You can incentivize them to take action before the challenge. So basically you listen to them in the call. And then as they're pitching you, you're like, okay, well, the 14-day challenge is definitely like a great place for beginners and newbies that just want a kickstart program. But I can tell that you're serious and that you actually want to change your life and lose 50 pounds. So here's what the program actually looks like. And then you pitch them the program. When you're actually running your challenge, Mike, some keys to success for like 14-day challenges. Number one, is the harder the group is at the start, the more clients will sign at the end. So, you know, if you get 30 people in, 18 people engage. When, I, when you say engage, I want all 18 of those people to be introducing themselves in the fucking first, in the first day. I want as many people as possible to be like in the group, engaging and following the fucking workup program. And I actually want you to check in with them on the first week and make sure that those 18 people, like as many of them as fucking possible are checking in. I also think in that first week, Mike, look for the hot leads and fucking close them. Like, don't wait till the end of the challenge. Like, if somebody's engaging in the challenge, 
like be in their DMs and be like, dude, you're crushing this challenge. Like, how are you like this far? I'm like, I'm down two pounds. Like, cool, let's set up a quick call to go over your progress in the program so far. And you set up the call and you close them. So okay. like be looking for that in the first week. The harder the challenge is at the start, like challenges will always die out. That's just the nature of how it goes, especially when it's free. People just yep. don't value free shit, right? They just don't. It's how it works. So what you want to do is you want to 30 people, 23 people actually fucking join the group and join Trainerize. Then 20 people actually introduce themselves. And you want to keep that group hot, like get the comments going, get the posts going. Maybe you do a $100 cash giveaway for the person that is the most engaged that checks in for their workouts and supports others in the community. So you incentivize the group to stay engaged. And now the group is going to be hotter and warmer and like people are going to be more yep. excited. And then close as many of them as you possibly can in the first week. On the second week, at the end of the challenge, what you want to do is you want to send out a mass message over Trainerize and tell them like today's the last day of the challenge and I'll be deactivating all of your Trainerize accounts. If you'd like to keep access, DM me access and, I'll, and we can chat about it. And anybody that DMs you access, you book a call with. And then I will okay. also go into the Facebook and I'd send out an individual message to every single person that was in the group. I'd be like, Mike, challenge is over. Just wanted to check in and see how you liked it. So it's like challenge is over, takeaway. Wanted to see how you liked it to open up the conversation. I think if you do all those things, you're going to close more than one. Alrighty. Cool. All right. Thanks. I want to grow a beard like you. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Talk soon, bro. Last and not least, Sergio, what's up? What up, y'all? How you doing, bro? Pretty good, man. Uh, Brian, you got a weak ass beard. No, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> Fuck nah. you, dude. You're off. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding, bro. I'm joking. Um, uh, so Zah kind of, um, she asked uh, one of my questions that I had. The next question has to do with a firm on Stripe. So I've been, uh, I've been pitching them to go through a firm. And um, I had a, they asked me if it affects their credit when they don't get approved. Do you guys know about that? I don't know. You'd have to contact a firm. I'm not sure. Got it. Just so everyone's okay. aware, Affirm is a, a United States-based credit building software where you can get clients to pay in full with Affirm, and then they have a payment plan on their end, just so everyone's clear. Affirm, A-F-F-I-R-M, as everyone takes out their fucking phones and starts writing notes. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I don't know. You'd have to contact Affirm, bro. Got it, got it. Okay, bro. So yeah, that, that would be it then. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hey, but hey, you got to insult my beard, so that's cool. No, no, that, it's, actually, it's actually growing from the last time I, I saw it, bro, so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> thanks bro i appreciate you for sure thanks. i appreciate you too cole got you king guys so last thing i'm just gonna say is if you haven't gotten your ticket to the australia event what the fuck what are we doing all right it's in 20 days cole and i are gonna be flying to australia and the australians are, are gonna see in person how short cole actually is and you're not gonna get to watch it's gonna be intense it's gonna be fucking intense they're not ready. It's going to be the first sighting of a leprechaun that's ever been in the entire world, bro. I'm going to be there with a pot of gold fucking throwing out value to the whole crowd. You know, it's funny. It's because like, so this is the first event Cole and I have ever like co-hosted where we are not actually running the event. I mean, in terms of like, we don't know all the people that are showing up. Like when we throw Pizza Dom events, it's only Pizza Dom clients, which by the way, if you're in Pizza Dom, you better be coming to the September event. But this is the first event we're ever throwing where we're not the actual full hosts. So Cole like asked Dane, he's like, can I fucking swear? Yeah, I was like, am I allowed? Like, I was like, we're speaking at an expo the first weekend, and then we're speaking at our event the second weekend. And I was like, how is this expo? Like, are you like, what am I supposed to be doing up there? Am I allowed to just do what I want? He's like, yeah, you should be like, you should be all right. I'm like, that's not a very clear answer, but people better buckle the fuck up because it's about to be intense. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so if you're listening to this on the podcast, you guys make sure you get your event tickets. The link is in the description. And if you are listening to this on pod chats, I just dropped the link. So get your freaking tickets to the Australia event. You can get a virtual ticket for only $97 Australian, which is cool. 
and yeah, that's it guys. You know, it's funny. Cole, I want to say one thing. So mm. our client, our client, Ashley, who's in the mastermind just said, that's why Cole drives a supercar and not a super truck because you need a ladder to get another truck. Is he on the live stream talking? Yeah, shit? He's, on, yeah he's on the live. He said that. Just wanted to pass Ashley, up. I know you can hear me. I'm suspending your mastermind access starting today. Just letting you know. Only uh, I don't need to be tall to click a button to suspend your dick ass, bro. There you go. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, September event is going to be in Kelowna. So it's the last week of September. It's going to be in Kelowna. If you're in the mastermind, by the way. And if you get your virtual one, ticket for this one, don't fuck around. Yeah, and get your virtual ticket for this one. Okay, that's it. Have the best day ever, guys. We love y'all. Have the best day ever. We'll talk to you soon.